was watching Get Up this morning, and I I don't understand why they they still have segments on Baker Mayfield because the dude is still on Cleveland, but they went out and got Deshaun Watson, and and literally the entire segment is just them, all five of them, bashing Baker Mayfield. I'm like, this dude was drafted number one overall because he won a Heisman and was actually pretty good in college, and I'm just like, why, why are we bashing this guy? I don't get it. But I guess it's just me being an OU fan. That seems to be the common theme, though, with any high draft pick, especially number one overall. They want to find all the flaws and rip them apart because that's more compelling sports media, I guess, because you have guys like like they rip Tua a new one all the time, and they're like, oh, Tua's terrible. We, we like He's overhyped. He's not that good. And it's like, well, who did the overhyping? If well, you're going to call him exactly. overhyped, you were the ones that were sitting up there talking about well, how great he was going to be. think about pro. right now, too. There's not much else to talk about, especially when it comes to football. When you get to that point, it's like they don't really like to talk about recruiting that much on ESPN unless it's like a really huge recruit like a Justin Fields or a Trevor Lawrence. I think they talked about them a little bit. But when it comes to the NFL, they talk about the trades, they talk about the draft, and then they talk about – what all news is going on. And honestly, in the NFL right now, there's not that much going on. Like Baker Mayfield and then what's going on with the Dolphins when they got Tyreek and now Tua actually has a somewhat decent offense around him that he might actually be able to do what he did at Alabama. So that's pretty much all they can talk about. What what really upset me, though, and I was like, all right, now this is this is just ridiculous. So Tim Hasselbeck, was like, yeah, I, I was one of those people that said Baker Mayfield should have never gone number one overall. And then he he had a graphic. He was like, I have this graphic. And he puts the graphic up on on, on TV. And it's Tim Hasselbeck's stats from when he came out of Boston College back in, like, I don't know, 2000. And it was Baker Mayfield's, like, combine stats. And he was comparing, like, both of his stats. He was like, look at this. My, my stats and Baker Mayfield's stats were the same. And blah, 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 blah. And I never panned out to be a good NFL quarterback. And I was thinking, you also didn't win a Heisman. So, you know, this, this, this stat, this graphic is completely irrelevant. This whole segment's irrelevant. See, I don't understand, too, when people look at stats from, like, the combine and, and anything like that. They're like, why would this team choose this guy in the draft? It's like, look. The person you take in the draft and the person you are three years later isn't always the same. I mean, if you look at Baker, to me, I thought he was the best quarterback coming in. Like, when he got picked number one overall, I thought that's where he should have been. And if you look at the rest of the guys that got picked picked out that year, I mean, who was it? Sam Darnold? Yeah, it was between Sam him and Sam Darnold. And then some people were like, well, Josh Allen, you know, maybe he should go number one overall. And, of course, he ended up being really good. Um, and then Lamar, I mean, I, I I don't think Lamar is that good, but I think he's he's good. He's better than mm, Baker. He's he's better he, than Baker. And he's Sam he's really good. He's a top ten. He's a top ten quarterback for he, sure. He just can't throw. That's his problem. Yeah, well, and that's what I'm saying as a quarterback. He's an unbelievable athlete. But either way, like obviously those two guys probably should have gone above Baker Mayfield or Sam Darnold or Josh Rosen. But I mean, those were the five guys people were talking about. And to me, I mean, coming out of college, Baker was the best quarterback. I mean, if you watched him play, I mean, obviously he played on the best team, but he also actually played the best. I mean, he was there for, th- what, three years? And every yeah. single year, he was a top-five player in, in college football. So I don't well, I don't think – it's hard to say he's a bust or it was a bad pick because I, I think he was the best player. I, I remember whenever that draft was going on, though, Josh Rosen probably would have been the number one overall pick if he would have been more, like, interested in the NFL. And there was a lot of NFL GMs that were like, oh, I don't think that he really wants it. And obviously – I don't. Even, I, I didn't see it at the time. I didn't think he was what they were hyping him up to be. 
But he, I don't think he ever really wanted it. I mean, he's never been good in the NFL. Uh, Josh Allen was the guy that – I mean, the Bills took a chance by drafting him as high as they did because he is a, he was a very raw quarterback. And going back to a point that you made, a lot of times teams – draft what they think they can turn somebody into like what they're they project them to be not what they are right at that moment and I think Baker still could be a good starting NFL quarterback I don't think he'll ever be one of the elite tier guys but he has the tools to be good and he was injured last year so there's a lot of question marks about Baker and what he really can be I think there's it's just going to take a team that has enough pieces around that says, all right, let's take a chance on this guy, kind of like the Colts did with Carson Wentz last year. Yeah, and I think there's definitely going to be a team that does that. I know Seattle's talked about potentially going for him. Um, before we signed Marcus Mariota, I actually wanted the Falcons to throw No, you something. didn't. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, I thought, don't, I thought don't he would be a don't perfect even lie. No, In my didn't. thinking, too, like – I don't think he's a first round value, so you're not gonna you're not gonna trade the number eight overall pick for him. But I, I'm thinking like you might could throw a third rounder or like a high fourth rounder and end up with them. And to me, that's worth it because I think he's got the talent. He's got the talent to potentially be a really good quarterback. Um, and he's not if you're not spending a first or second round pick on him, then it's like what are you really giving up? Because I mean, obviously, like if we don't do that for him, we're probably gonna end up drafting somebody to back up Mariota because we don't have any other quarterbacks. And it's probably going to be like, I don't know, Brock Purdy in the fifth round. I mean, I'd rather trade a third or fourth rounder and have Baker anyway, especially even over uh, Marcus Mariota. Is Josh Rosen not the backup quarterback anymore? Was that a one-year deal last year? Yeah, he was on a one-year deal. And then Felipe Franks, I think Felipe Franks is the backup. And A.J. McCarron was supposed to be the backup, and he tore his ACL, what was it, I guess before the season started last year. But apparently he got cut or he's not there anymore either. So we only have two quarterbacks on the roster. Man, so I just, I was thinking about this Baker thing. Do you think the Browns are going to let him go for for not that much? Because there still is the Deshaun Watson suspension, and I feel like they kind of want to have like if like you were just saying, if we're going for backup quarterback value, if Baker is going to be the backup quarterback for Deshaun this year, starting with Baker Mayfield, whatever Deshaun is going to be the starter eventually, do you, do you take the chance and on seeing if he's even going to show up, or is he just going to not show up? No. So the issue with Baker Mayfield is he's too expensive. Okay, so his time with the Browns is over. It's done. He like it, 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 if if he stays with the Browns, which I doubt is going to happen. Okay, he's he's not going to play play any snaps for the Browns. It's not going to happen. What the Browns did is they 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 screwed themselves by giving Deshaun Watson all that money, and he may only play half half the season. So what are they going to do at, at, with backup quarterback? Like, are you going to are you going to throw Case Keenum out there and 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 be the same mediocre team? Because Baker Mayfield's gone. So teams right now are just waiting for the price. Well, the Browns to basically bring down the asking price for Baker Mayfield because well, he's too expensive. They already signed Jacoby Brissett. I think that's their backup option. Like, And Jacoby Brissett, to me, I don't know if you all agree with this or not, but I think he is starting caliber on like a very low, low end. Like, I'd say he's like a top, maybe, let's say top 40 quarterback in the NFL. 
which that's not top yeah. 32, so it's not starting caliber. But I'd say he's on the t- on the higher end, like top three to five. Backups. So so he, he he's a he's a high end backup. Is what yeah, you're that's exactly what I'm saying. High end backup. But I mean, I don't like I I, don't, I think Baker's better than him. But you're not going to keep Baker. I mean, after everything that's going on. The way that Baker not for the has Browns. been, the way that the Browns have been to Baker, he's he's not playing for the Browns next year. He might be on the team, and I think he will be, because I think what they want to do is they want to wait until a team gets quarterback hungry or that we get to the draft. Because I think a lot of teams are going to wait till the draft and see what they can do there and see what kind of value they can get for guys like Desmond Ritter, uh, Kenny Pickett, people like that. And then if they still don't have a quarterback, like say the Seahawks end up not drafting anybody or don't end up with a guy they think can come in and start next year and make them at least decent, they'll go ahead and uh, throw some higher picks than they would right now for Baker Mayfield. Wow, we just had a long conversation about Baker Mayfield. Yeah, thanks for that. Thanks a lot, Lily. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I just want to just want to say something because I'm tired of get up watching get up every morning and it's the same the same segment. Oh, what are the Browns going to do with Baker Mayfield? Oh, can Baker Mayfield start somewhere? It's so it's so like talk about something else, please. There, See, was, there, there was a whole national championship on last night. I threw it on too. Uh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I threw it on too, and I saw him talking about too, and they were talking about the Dolphins and Tyree Kill and all that, and I was like, didn't. Wasn't last night like the greatest comeback in basketball national it was championship history? The greatest comeback in national championship history for college basketball. 16 points. The Kansas Jayhawks, my sister's alma mater, 2005. And it was really awesome. Uh, I went to this bar. It's called Hudson Grill. It's over in, um, in mm-hmm. Sandy Springs. You guys heard of that? that place? Yeah. So this place is actually pretty cool because um, there was – one side was all uh, North Carolina fans, and then the other side was all Kansas fans. And I guess people gather there, uh, I guess, every Saturday or Sunday, and it's like the Kansas Alumni Association or the Oklahoma Alumni Association. There was a bunch of Big 12 stuff in there. There was a Spencer Rattler jersey in there. There's a Baker Mayfield jersey in there. But, yeah, it was all Kansas fans. And the first half, it was it was shaky, and like, we were, they were all quiet, and the North Carolina fans were all going berserk. But that second half, oh, it was so loud, and North Carolina fans were so sad afterwards. Did you stay for the whole game? Yeah, we stayed for the entire game, man. man. Didn't get home till like, 1 o'clock. That's awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, because tip-off wasn't until freaking 9.20. That was ridiculous. Who who decided on 9.20? Well, we talk about this all the time. Like, Can we stop having championship games on Monday? It's always college, too. It's like college sports are best played on the weekends because – College kids have to go to freaking class, like like these out of state have to go to work. Yeah, well, that too. But honestly, like when when you think about college, you should think more about like I mean, when you're thinking money, you're thinking about the adults. But when you're thinking about who is actually going to show up for the game, there's a good chance there's you're gonna have more college kids show up for these games than like random fans of adults and stuff. I don't know. I think I feel like alumni is going to be the major base that's going to that, especially for two basketball schools like North Carolina and Kansas. Uh, with I mean. With, that's what their history is. So I imagine that how, you know, like in the schools of which we pull for, a uh, majority of the alumni travel for football. It would be the same for basketball for them because that's where they had their best experiences in college was at basketball games, not football games. Well, the women's national championship game was on Sunday. Shout out to South Carolina for winning the national championship. That game was a beatdown. Yeah, I, actually, I actually watched yeah. the second half of that game, and I really wish I didn't. And I'll tell you what, you know, shout out to myself. Because I had the final four 100% perfect. What? My women's record. Yep, 100%. I had Louisville playing South Carolina and South Carolina beating them. And I had UConn beating um, 
Who was it? Stanford. 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 Yeah. Well, Stanford. But I had UConn beating South Carolina in the championship. I'm not going to throw shade on the women's game, but I didn't even fill out a women's bracket. Not throwing any shade. I only do one every year. Every year, I don't, I don't, and I don't ever watch. I, and, and I'm not throwing shade either, but I really don't watch much women's basketball. All I really know about it is South Carolina has been really good recently. Stanford's always really good, and UConn is always really good. And I just kind of picked Louisville because I was like, well, Louisville is usually a, a really good men's basketball school, but and they're a one seed. So I'm like, man, that, there's a reason they're a one seed. I'm, I'll put them up there. Well, I won the uh, oh, yeah. around, around the keg. You did the uh, bracket group. Bracket I was talking group. trash. And I had a good bracket for a while. I fell apart immediately after our last podcast went. And I was bragging about all my picks. Fell apart. Actually, we were top three. He he was first. Matt was second. And I was third. I know. Because we all picked Kansas. I know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, was I think, to win I, think I had the worst bracket. If you look at everything besides Kansas, I had by far the worst bracket. There's no way I was any better than worst. Because my bracket was horrible. <laughs> I mean, horrible. Like I, I think before we got to the Final Four, I was at like maybe nine percent or like 0.9 percent like something really really bad um but since i had kansas kept going and going and going and everybody else best teams started falling off like people had duke people had gonzaga about it whatever and i had kansas once kansas got to that final four level you get like the extra points and stuff and i think you get like what 200 points or something for uh picking the champion so vaulted me into third and i'll take my third place prize which is nothing See now, I'm kind of wishing I would have uh, I would have put money into this yeah, thing. That's I how it goes. I, I, I would have. Yeah, we almost bet on it. Oh, oh well. <laughs> like I think me and Jonathan were the only two that put money on, into it, and yeah, that didn't work out well. That game though last night, it was it was it was it was a snooze fest in the first half. I, it wasn't that exciting, but I'm happy it, it turned out the way it did, and it was got exciting towards the end. I know. And I was, go ahead, but. I honestly wish it was better in the first half because I gave up at halftime, went to sleep. I didn't. Oh, even, you did? I didn't even watch the end of the game. No. Well, and because well, and mostly because me and Keys were going to wake up early this morning and go work out, and that didn't end up happening either. But <laughs> <laughs> so I should have stayed up in hindsight. But I was like, all right, I'm waking up at five a.m. It's already ten thirty. I was like, I'm, I'm not. I, I usually go to sleep between ten and eleven. It's like I don't want to stay up till one a.m. And and honestly, in my head, I was like. This these two teams these teams are too good for this game not to at least get closer. And I was like, I feel like UNC is going to win, but Kansas is going to make a pushback. And I don't want to get to a point where I'm like, it's like 1 a.m. and it's a close game, and I'm like, ah, oh, I can't go to sleep because I want to see what happens. And then UNC wins anyway. So I was like, I'm just going to go to bed. If I wasn't at that bar, I would have done the exact same mm-hmm. thing. I almost I almost forgot that the game was actually on Monday. And I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but March Madness for me, it always feels like there's so much hype. For that that first round, everybody's got their brackets. Yep. Everybody's excited to you know win a million dollars or whatever. And then by the time you get to like the the elite eight, you know people have kind of fallen off. Nobody cares because they don't have any attachment anymore. I mean, obviously it's it's still popular, but like not a lot of people that are like casual fans that aren't really like super basketball fans even knew the game was on on Monday. Well, because this is a it's this, this year in particular, but every year the same thing happens. You have the one or two Cinderellas that just come out of nowhere. This year was St. Peter's. And so everyone's like, oh, let's hop on the Peacock bandwagon. Let's see how far they go. They make it to the Elite Eight. But eventually, and it always happens this way, they get beat by one of the Blue Bloods. It, 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 one of the Blue Bloods, the Blue Bloods eventually rise to the top. And they, 
this year was like the prototype for what March Madness is. A lot of excitement early, and then in the end, it's like, oh, when you looked at the Final Four, and I know there was like some people that were mad that it was like four blue blood programs with Duke, Nova, Kansas, and UNC, but it's like that's for TV. They were stoked about that because that's exactly what they wanted. They were able to keep everybody's interest long enough with St. Peter's, and now it's like, oh, Duke UNC, first time ever in March Madness, and it's in the Final Four, and it's Coach K's last game. Like uh, it was the, the buildup was so perfect for everything, and it was like just a prototype for March Madness. I, I had a blast watching all of it this year. The other, all the other casual fans, they need like a people's champion. As soon as they get knocked out, they're done. Well, th- I think the thing is too. I feel like March Madness has always hyped up the Final Four more than they have any other round, including the national championship. Especially this year, too, like how you're saying, Matt, it's a bunch of blue bloods. You got Kansas, literally blue bloods. They're all blue teams, too. You know, Kansas, UNC, Duke, Nova, and Villanova. Yeah, like four, probably the four best programs in the last, like, five years. So, I mean, at least for me, I thought the week coming into this Saturday was the most hyped up it's been throughout the entire time besides that first round because that first round everyone was like oh i got my bracket i'm ready to go i'm gonna get the perfect bracket i'm gonna win my bracket group whatever and then you get to the but then when you get to the final four it's like all right here we go this is the big moment this is the big saturday night you got people getting together for the game uh me and lando were together actually we went to a uh, march madness final four party with some people had a corona extra keg had a great time enjoyed some uh some hardcore drinking and we got to watch the game. We had a really good time. And then Monday rolls around. It's, Oh yeah. Games at nine 20. You got to get up for work the next morning. You're probably just going to sit at your house, watch the first half of the game and then go to sleep unless it's really close. And I was like, you know, I'm going to sleep. But if it was on a Saturday, if they waited till next Saturday, I don't care what time they would have started the game. I don't watch the whole well, thing. The issue is ratings. Cause I mean, people go out and do things on Saturday. So to have a game on Saturday, you're, Losing money, you're losing money. At at the, at at the very the very least, you put it on Sunday, in the afternoon when nobody's doing anything, and that's when your ratings are gonna be are gonna be the best. But to have it on Saturday at any time of the day, it's not gonna happen. People are doing things. Yeah, I understand having it on Monday. Like Monday works, but nine twenty is too late. You've missed your prime time window. That's what I'm saying. Like too. It, and if you do it at seven thirty or eight, you're you're still going to be all right, and you're gonna get everybody to be sucked in. And they're, they're going to be coming off of the the Saturday night Final Four is perfect because it gets everybody to buy in and build up for the national championship, and they don't have to wait an entire week when they're like, oh, yeah, I forgot the basketball game's on. All right, well, we got baseball on Thursday. Thursday. Opening day. April Opening 7th. day. I'm so excited. I saw the Braves release their gold championship jerseys today, and they are absolutely beautiful. I will be ordering one as soon as possible. I'm torn on Acuna or Riley, though. How long do they wear those? Just, Just the, the first weekend. weekend. First weekend. Okay. If, first weekend. Yeah. If not for my uh, jersey curse, I probably would be ordering one myself. Most likely an Austin Riley jersey. But due to uh, my ongoing consistent curse that I've had with buying jerseys since I first I bought my first jersey ever, which was a uh, Jeff Teague jersey, or first jersey I purchased myself with my own money, which was a Jeff Teague jersey on AliExpress. I uh, I, I have decided to think more about whose jersey I buy. Of course, I went against this last year, and uh, I tried to trick it. I went for a no-name Braves jersey, but I really wanted Ronald Acuna Jr., 
He tears his ACL. I'm at the game in Miami. I buy a Freddie Freeman jersey after they win the World Series, and now he's playing for the Dodgers. So I it, it, at this point, I don't even test it out. That's why I haven't bought a Trey Young jersey. That's why I haven't bought a Georgia National Championship jersey, even though if they put one out, I'll probably buy one anyway. But the um, – I mean, it's it's – it's something I, I don't like, but in the end, it is what it is. This is completely off topic, but you're, you're telling me that you haven't bought a Georgia National Championship jersey? I didn't. I bought a helmet. Dude, what the heck, man? I bought a helmet, and I bought a lot of shirts. <laughs> you should just become a t-shirt guy and just no more jerseys. Cause I might just start going shirtless to games, <laughs> potentially. <laughs> or, I mean, me and Landon were just talking about polos. I think I might be. I might start wearing the oh, polos. Yeah. And, I mean, honestly... Like, I go to, like, one Georgia game a year. I mean, I have a Georgia jersey. I just don't have a Georgia National Championship jersey. So I went to the whole – you went – excuse my language, but you went to the whole-ass National Championship. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't buy And a you guys – Georgia hasn't won a National Championship in 40 years, and you're not going to buy a National Championship jersey? No, because we're going to win next year. That's wild. <laughs> that's <laughs> And Stetson Bennett's back. So when, when, when he wins, If he wins a Heisman next year – when he wins a Heisman, sorry – and when Stetson wins a Heisman next year, I'll buy <laughs> I'll buy a Stetson Bennett National Championship jersey. And honestly, they don't have one posted online either. Otherwise, I probably would have already bought one. But I haven't seen a good, like, actual high-quality Stetson Bennett or, or you know, uh, I'm trying to think of somebody that's going to the draft. Jordan Davis, N'Kobe Dane, any of those guys. Brock Bowers. If I saw one that had the, the patch on it and everything, I probably would have ended up bought, uh, buying it. But as of now, I mean... I just bought a very expensive helmet with lots of signatures on it, and I think that's probably going to be my final expense of World Series and National Championship. I mean, I, I guess I get it, but like, you're, you're like the Madden curse. Eventually, it's going to be broken. You just have to continue buying no, jerseys nope. to break it. No, nope. I'm just going to have to accept the fact that I will never buy a jersey and not have that player have something horrible happen to his life. So, which is fine. I mean, it is what it is. I can get, I can get by it. I'm waiting till Matthew Stafford retires. So I can buy one of his jerseys. He's already won a Super Bowl. What are you talking like, Yeah, but he's, but he's still yeah, in the league. He, Guess but if I buy his jersey, he might drown in a boating accident. And I don't want that to happen. He's a good guy. He's got a, he's got a wife and kids. I mean, I, I want him to finish out his career. And once he's done, then he can die in a boating accident. Wow. <laughs> then, wow. Then he's fine. That's, but. So on the on the fly though, talking about baseball, World Series picks. Who do you who do you think wins it all this year? Oof. I I I I want to say the Braves, but historically, teams who win the World Series don't make it back the next year. So I I think the team is better this year than it was last year when when Ronald Acuna comes back. The team's gonna be really good, but. Teams don't make it back to the World Series. They struggle mightily after they win the World Series. So I, uh, I'm going to go with the Dodgers. Yeah, I unfortunately think unless something happens with some injuries, I find it very hard to pick against the Dodgers this year. I mean, especially with adding Freddie Freeman. Um, I mean, I th- I think the only thing you could say. I mean, their their starting rotation took a step back from where it has been recently and it's still really good so i'm not saying it's bad um and then their bullpen i think the braves have a maybe a better bullpen than the dodgers it's pretty good especially with adding kenley jansen if he ends up being well kenley jansen hasn't been the kenley jansen well and that's oh, what i'm saying if he ends up being ago. what he was for the dodgers you know a couple years i mean and even last year he wasn't bad he wasn't bad yeah 
he's a good closer still. I mean, and we still have Will Smith, and we still have Tyler Matzik, and um, and we might not have Lou Jackson this year, but um, I mean, the Braves have some really good pickups. I think the Braves have a really good chance to repeat. Um, and the Mets, you know, the Mets and Phillies made some good moves, but I don't think either one of them are really going to compete with us. I think we're going to win the East again. But I got, I, I'll probably pick the Dodgers. I actually have the Dodgers and White Sox. The what? <laughs> no, I mean, I, the White Sox are, they're young. That would be the only beef that I have with you picking the White Sox. But I, I, I think, I think the, the Yankees are going to make some noise this year. Uh, I do not want to pick the Yankees to win anything ever. I hope, I hope that entire stadium crumbles to the ground. I hate the Yankees. I despise the Yankees. My problem, with, my problem with the Yankees is their pitching is awful. They have Garrett Cole, and then besides that, starter wise, if they can get uh, Severino back in there this year, that'll help a lot because he was really good before he got hurt. But they, I mean, yeah. there's really not anybody else there. And I mean. They're going to be they're going to be really young this year though. Like they're going to have some guys that haven't had a chance. Like Jordan Montgomery is going to be starting a lot more for them this year. Uh, and then they've got that stud Nestor Cortez. It's apparently pretty good. Been in their uh, minor league system for a while. But I, I, if I have to pick a World Series winner, I, I think I'm in agreement with y'all. I mean, the Dodgers are the obvious choice because they're going to have Trevor Bauer this year too. At some point, he's going to be back. Oh, I forgot about so, him too. So they they didn't have Bauer last year. So you add to a playoff roster Bauer in the starting rotation, Freeman in the lineup, and how do well, you, you do? You do take do you, off Max Scherzer. You, you yes, course, you take off Max Scherzer, Scherzer who had a you take off Max Scherzer who had a dead arm in the playoffs last year, and you add Trevor Bauer who's a lot younger. So mm-hmm. I mean, and less wear and tear on the arm. I I don't know I. I've got to go with the Dodgers too. Unfortunately, I hate it. I think it's going to be Dodgers, Yankees, Dodgers win. Yeah. The Blue Jays are getting a lot of love this year, though. They made some moves in the off season Dude, too. That AL East is going to be rough. That's a tough one. <laughs> the Red Sox improved a lot, picking up Trevor Story. Um, the Blue Jays made a ton of moves. Who did they pick up? They picked up Matt Chapman. Um, they picked up a couple pitchers too, didn't they? Uh. They got. Did they have? They got, last year? They, they got Kevin Gosman. I'm pretty Yo, sure that's the big one. They got Kevin Gosman, who had a really, really good year last year. And they got they got uh, Jose Barrios from yeah. uh, the Twins. Yeah, I couldn't remember they, if uh, last year or not. He was on dude, the Twins, they, right? Yeah, yeah. They've got they've got some. They've improved if, if they stay healthy, especially in that lineup. Like by adding Chapman to the lineup with Bichette and and Vladdy Jr. and. Uh, Springer like that that lineup is pretty stacked uh gonna be interesting to see the turnout from the fans though when it comes to baseball because there's a lot of people still irritated about how the whole lockout went uh more angry at the owners than the players this time but i don't know we'll see i think people are gonna show up anyway there's baseball so i'll say at least for the braves i don't think there's gonna be an issue i mean especially because we're coming off the Braves series win yeah we'll, we'll be fine i mean uh, I mean, tickets for opening day and the opening day weekend are insane or anything, but I definitely think it's going to be packed out. It'll be there will be a lot of people. Uh, we were just talking about this Friday. I mean, I think it's going to be absolutely nuts. So ho- hopefully, the rest of baseball takes to that and, and continues. It's going to be exciting for you and me this year, though, living living by the stadium. I know. Yeah, we're about two miles away from the stadium. Uh, 
you know, not really close enough to walk unless we're crazy. We've done it before, but the, uh, <laughs> we'll do it again. Yeah. Well, do I'm sure oh, yeah, we'll do it again. Get a couple of Corona extras in me now and I'll be good to go. But the, um, no, I mean, we'll get, we'll be going to a lot of games. I think I'm already planning on going to either two or three this coming weekend. So it, it's, uh, it's going to be a really good year for us. I would love to see another world series run, but, uh, we'll see how realistic that is in baseball. It's pretty tough to do that. We'd be the first team to repeat since the Yankees did it in the early 2000s, right? 2000. Uh, they, like that that run that they had of in 90, 98, 99, 2000. Yeah, 2000 mm-hmm. was the last time. And I think the last National League team was 1979. And I'll say this. I think a lot of people would tell you the Braves actually improved their roster. After oh, the absolutely. Yeah. Oh, you did say that? Yeah. Oh, as yeah. Lando said earlier <laughs> when I didn't listen to him. The Braves have improved their <laughs> roster. I mean, yeah, you had Matt Olson. Um, That's a good pickup. To yeah, if you're if you're going to lose Freddie Freeman, Matt Olson's a great guy to pick up. Um, I, I think the bullpen's improved. Just uh, besides losing Luke Jackson for what might be the entire year, but even then, I mean, we pick up Colin McHugh, um, who had a really good year last year in the Astros bullpen. Uh, we pick up Marcelo Zuna's back, assuming that. He can stay on the field uh, <laughs> and, and not hit women. Yeah, oh God. <laughs> yeah, and then we, we bring back Eddie Rosario. I mean, it's 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 still a really good roster. Um, you know, especially if Acuna comes back. Once Acuna's back, I mean, we're gonna have a, a really good lineup. So it's gonna be exciting. Here. Yeah, I mean, it, when you think about just in terms of depth, this is a much deeper Braves team than last year, and even with all the injuries. So because. Assuming that Ozuna is going to hit like he has in the past, once Acuna comes back, Acuna is your center fielder. We're going to be we're going to be in good good shape, good shape, and 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 we still have Adam Duvall who played a really good role for us last year. Well, let's hope Marcelo Ozuna doesn't hit like he did in the past. But let's. <laughs> no, no, I'm talking about like pre. Uh, pre Pre-beating his wife hit on the field hitting, not 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 using a cast to choke his wife out. It was what self-defense or something or what? What what do they? I mean, he's playing again, so obviously they you know something. You know, did they? So they they'll be doing an investigation from the league side, and he can still get suspended, but there he wasn't indicted with any charges, and apparently, according to. People who know people higher up than I do, the police report that was initially released that everyone saw and was like, oh, the Braves need to release him now is not what was shown on the body camera. So, like, the initial report was that he's choking her out, holding her up against the wall by her throat, and punching her in the face pretty much with his cast. And then the body camera showed a scuffle between the two that was not, I mean, obviously not good. But and not, not none of this is good. But well, it wasn't what it, I guess the charges weren't worth it. There wasn't enough to charge or his wife didn't want to press charges. I don't really know the whole scoop. But he'll be suspended for a little bit by the league, I imagine. Well, I think I mean, they, Rol- I think, I think Rol- they, Chapman held a gun to a pregnant woman's stomach in the Dominican Republic. And he's still playing, so. Well, that's in the Dominican Republic. That's not in America. Yeah, that doesn't count, then. So Rules are different over fine. there. But, the, uh, oh, he's still, but he still got suspended. He was suspended for, like, 50 well, games. Well, I think Ozuna got a suspension 
um, at the end of the year, didn't he? And they said that like all of what he said out last year would serve as his suspension. I might be wrong. I thought I thought I read that somewhere. Of course, you know, you may be I, I, I'm, all my all my stuff comes from Twitter, so I just scroll around. You never know what the heck people put <laughs> out there. So either way, on the field, he's a guy that's good to bring back, especially now with the universal DH. And we picked up Alex Dickerson too from the Giants. I mean, I think he had a really good year last year as well. So it'll be a good year. All right. Well, the Masters is this weekend, so uh we can go ahead and pick who we think is gonna win the Masters. I'm so happy the Masters is this weekend. And Tiger Woods is playing. Uh yeah, he yeah. said on ESPN, he said as of now he's playing. So he could come out, you know. The question the question they asked him was so you don't play in tournaments unless you think you can win. So I'm going to ask this question. Do you think you can win? He was like, yes, I, th- I think I can win. Mm-hmm. So in other words, Tiger Woods is playing in the Masters this weekend. I'm not picking him as a champion. I don't think he's going to win the, uh, win the Masters. I'm going to go. Sorry, Wit, but I'm picking Justin Thomas as well. Oh. One, because he he's my favorite golfer. I, I like Justin Thomas. Really? Yeah. Since when has he been your favorite? Uh, honestly, probably just just this past year. He's a I good know. dude to cheer for. I, I, I like watching him play. Yeah, I like, I like Justin Thomas. I think he's Matt's favorite, too, probably because he played at Alabama. Yeah. But, yeah, he played for my Uncle Jay, so I, I always cheer for Justin Thomas. I think he's a guy, too, that I think really deserves a green jacket. He's been playing he's so well the last really couple good. of years. He's yeah. so good. He's such a good player, um, and he just has it. I mean, he's only won one major, I think. I think it was just the PGA in, what, like 2018, 2009, 2018? Yeah. So, that's who I'm cheering Humble. for. I don't know, but... It's kind of eerie with the whole Tiger thing. I think the feeling behind the hype that's gone into him with this whole, like, he's got this big crowd watching him on Monday, following him around. I mean, it looked like it was the final round of the Masters. Um, just all this stuff going on. ESPN talking about him constantly. I don't know if it's it's just some weird feeling to me that Tiger might actually come out. Even if he doesn't win it, at least be in that, like, final pairing on Masters Sunday. Uh, it's kind of hard to believe because... He hasn't been playing, and he hasn't played in the last couple of tournaments. He hasn't played the last couple of years, really. Um, I mean, he's had a couple of tournaments here and there, but besides when he won in 2019, I mean, he hasn't done that much. So. I'm going to be the sane person and say that Tiger Woods is going to miss the cut. I, I think that one of two things happens in that situation. Either Tiger misses the cut or Tiger is in the hunt on Sunday. Because I, I like, I don't think there's going to be an in between. Now, I don't think he's necessarily in the final pairing, but I think he could be like three, four shots back going into Sunday, and like kind of like he was the year right after all the stuff came out about him and his wife, and he goes into the Masters, and on Sunday, I want to say he was in like fourth. He, I don't know. That's yeah, but my thing is he hasn't played a round of golf since. He almost died in that car accident. You know, he, he's play, he, he's he's played. He's just been driving on a golf cart, right? Like he he's he's walking Augusta National. Like you know, it's that's a tough tournament to come back for. That's yes. Yeah, oh, tough. absolutely. And yeah, you, you know, he's 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 won how many Masters? Four. 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 I thought he's won. I think it's four. I thought it was. Six. It's four. It's four. He's won. He, he's won four Masters championships. No, he's won five. He won, won five? the one yeah. in nineteen was his fifth. Yeah, that's right. Okay, five. Say, he's won five. I, 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 for some reason, I thought it was six. Sorry, Tiger. I, I'm over discrediting you, but you know, still, this is a tough tournament to come back to. I, I either want to see Justin Thomas win. I'd like to see 
Hideki play well because actually I like him too. I like Hideki, yeah. Hideki. Yeah, he won it last year. I usually try and cheer for new champions, especially in the Masters. Because I like it when the, yeah. the new guys get the green jacket. Like I was happy when Bubba won it for the second time, but I also was like, I've already seen you win it. I like to see, like, especially like the younger guys get one. Like, that's why I want Justin. Um, I'm a big, I like Jordan Speed too. So if he wanted, I'd be nah, pretty happy Jordan about Spieth. it. Brooks Kepka, I'm a big fan of. I'd love to see Brooksy win one. Um, so my 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 pick is actually Colin Morikawa, who I, like I think too. yeah he's been playing good. He he's been playing really well. That's who I have picked officially. I like him. Uh, Justin Thomas is my favorite golfer though, and it, you know humble brag with that your uncle Jay is the head golf coach at, yeah, at the University I don't think of I've, Alabama. I don't think I've said that like oh yeah, he played for my uncle in, in Alabama. Humble brag. I need lessons. Um, Can you give me lessons? I'll bring you over there. I need lessons. I need. Oh, let's go. It's I need, not that far. I need three figure, hours. I need to figure things out. I coach. need more than just lessons. I've got a lot to figure out. Uh, one thing about the Masters. Did, did you guys see um, Hideki's menu for uh, the, the the Champions? Dinner? Yes, dude. It looked Looks so good. So good. <laughs> so had good. sushi. He had the like a one wagyu. The wagyu, yeah. dude. He had the, the 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 blackened cod or whatever. The yep. yeah, something. Oh, it's, it looks so good. I wish. I wish. Man. I wish I could indulge in that. I would I would give anything to be that level of of good to experience a Masters <laughs> Champions Seriously. dinner. Did you see the shoes that Waffle House came out with? Yeah, for that, the, uh, the, oh yeah, those were those really were cool. sick, man. Those are really cool. Yeah, I'm. I just put in. I know, Matt. I think you've already done this before. I just put in for the first time uh, for tickets for next year. I just put myself in the in the raffle, so. I've been doing that for seven years yeah. now. Yeah. Seven I, years and never once time. have I received I'm gonna a work phone my call butt off for it. or an email. I'm going to work my butt off for it and hope that we, please, by the love of God, I'm gonna, one day get one. I'm going to put my name in the raffle, and maybe because I'm black, they'll they'll have pity on me <laughs> and, 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 and allow me to win. Nah, man, we're talking about Augusta National. They just let black people in like five years ago. <laughs> 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 no, that's women. That's women. Oh, yeah. They just yeah, let yeah, women yeah, in yeah. five years ago. Black people was ten. It's probably more of like I don't know <laughs> four playing. I think Tiger actually actually playing. Tiger. I think it was what the eighties was actually playing, and then before that we, we could only be caddies. <laughs> Isn't that sad? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Yeah. I mean, it's very sad. It, like I'm I'm joking, but at the same time, it's like a little bit of truth. Like Augusta National, there's a there's been a very peculiar, interesting change in the last few years that has seemed to take longer than other people <laughs> and it took it took tiger, tiger woods coming in and kicking everybody's ass to for them to realize oh wow maybe we should include these people of color everyone yeah right 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 i that's why I, I thought it was pretty cool though with uh hideki matsuyama yeah. winning it last year yes like I, he was the first japanese champion correct yep i think yes. it was the first asian Asian-born Asian champion. He's yeah. the first Asian-born champion yep. of any of any nation. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah. dude, that's that's awesome. So, I mean, I, I, I'm excited. It'd be really cool to to see somebody like that win. I would also be okay with Brooks Kepka, even though he looks like an NSYNC backup singer right now with his blonde, blonde hair. hair. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with the blonde hair, but hopefully, you know, maybe it makes for better golf come Masters time. He ends up with one, or he blinds all the other golfers as the sun shines off the gleaming golden scalp of his i could also see a guy like scotty scheffler pulling it off because he's been playing really well lately too he's world number one right now isn't he 
I believe so. He, I mean, he. he I, there, I watched the. I think it was the hot. I don't remember. I don't know who the world number one is right now. Actually, yeah, it's it's, it's uh, Scotty Scheffler because because Dustin Johnson fell off and John Rahm hasn't been the same. For the I thought John Rahm was number one after winning. Uh, well, he won the U.S. Open last year. I think. It wasn't yeah, like, John he John Rahm is number two, two now. Morikawa is three. Who's one? Is Scotty Scheffler's one. Scotty Scheffler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I didn't. Scheffler. I didn't realize Roy was still in the top Agreed. ten. Last I was watching, Morikawa and Scheffler were kind of like the dark horse guys to win anything. Let alone oh, well, number one. Holy cow. Morikawa! Morikawa is like he he won the PGA Championship last year or the yes. U.S. Open. No, he hasn't no, won the U.S. John, Open. Yet, John Rahm won the U.S. Open. Yeah, and and so he won the P, P uh Morikawa won the PGA Championship, and that was like his second or third major. Like he's won a few majors already. You know who who I want to see actually pull off and win a major is uh, Tony Finau. I feel like he could be really good, but it's just something's lacking. He's missing something. He's missing the edge on Sunday because he'll be. He will be in the lead or in contention Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then on Sunday it's just like falls apart. It's like he plays scared, scared to lose, like North Carolina in the second half last night. <laughs> so Morikawa won the PGA in 2020 and the Open last year. Okay. And the race so he's won two majors. I don't even know what that is, but it seems big. <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know who I never want to see win another major again, though? Patrick Reed. He's the worst Masters champion that I think we've ever had. Like he win, everyone he collectively he hated he that two? guy. He's the only one. He only won that one. God, man, when he won that one, I was like, I, I hate that guy. That that is like one of my least favorite sports athletes in all of sports. I don't know what it is about him. But he, he's just he's just a horrible. He just seems like a horrible guy. Just the stories with his family and everything he did when he was playing for the University of Georgia and what he did when he moved on to where where was it was he at a, a Columbus State I think okay. uh, Augusta State Augusta State that's what it was and I mean and he's a great golfer I mean don't get me wrong he's he's had a really good career but man he's just so annoying is Jason Duffner still around I feel like I haven't heard anything about him in a long time yeah I think he's been fading out he won a major though didn't he or an I open believe he or did a players championship maybe. I have not heard his name in a oh, very, very Fowler. long time. Did Ricky Fowler ever won anything? Dude, Ricky Fowler is yeah. is never going to play in a, in a major championship ever again. He's done. <laughs> Dunzo. R- Ricky, Ricky Fowler had one of the like fastest drop-offs I think I've ever seen a superstar have. Like He was that guy that everyone picked Masters Week. Like, oh, I think this is the year that Ricky's going to do it. And then out of nowhere, he was just trash. Yeah. And I, I like he, I don't know if he got a bad case of the yips or what. It it's bad. Which is sad because he's I mean, a really he, likable guy too. I mean him. Who is it? Him, Justin Thomas, and Jordan Spieth have like the the Rat Pack or whatever they do, where they 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 they, they like uh, they're on like Snapchat. They might be on TikTok now. Now that there's TikTok around. Uh, I don't really follow him or anything. I know when Justin Thomas won his PGA championship, they were like drinking tequila from the cup and and like partying out out by a pool and doing all this fun stuff. And they were like, they like, I think they went skiing and Bubba Watson went with them and they were like holding the cup while they were skiing. Now yeah, it it's cool to see stuff like that. I mean, golf is such like a professional 
very uh, old man type game. It's cool to see like some of the younger guys do some crazy stuff and make it a little bit more fun for the youth. Ricky Fowler is currently, well, not even currently. This was in March, 122nd in the world. Oof. So he's still better than us. I think I'm ranked higher than he's that. Oh, oh, yes, 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 yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Like he is, he would kick any of our tails in our in a round. But uh, you know, and when you compare him to the best of the best, his last That's tournament horrible. he missed the cut at two over, and Matt. the winner was at fourteen under. So where's DJ uh, right now? If you're still looking, DJ. Uh, I can pull that up. Let me see. DJ is eighth behind Justin Thomas at seven. Justin Thomas is seven. Okay, good. Is Spieth yeah. top ten too? Spieth is eighteenth. Wow. He's he kind of had a little bit of a fall off too. Like I I know the past couple of years. Like I, I remember. I, I think it was either last year or in twenty twenty. They were talking about how his putting has just been become more and more atrocious and. I feel for some of these guys because, like, when Jordan Spieth came on the scene and that 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 first year when he lost to Bubba at, at, at the Masters, and he was like 23, 22, 23, like he was super young. When you have guys like that to come on the scene, and then he rattled off, I think three out of four majors the next year. Like he won the Masters, won the PG, uh, won the Open, won the U, the the PGA, and then lost the U.S. Open, something like that. Uh, he didn't win the last one, but. When you have guys like that, like they were deeming him already, like, oh, here's the next Tiger Woods. And it's like, it helps you appreciate just how good and how dominant for how long Tiger was and how competitive the PGA Tour has become. Like, you have good golfers come through all the time, like Ricky Fowler, who at the end of the day, like, he was really good at the height of his career, but he never did win the big ones. And Tiger dominated the big ones. Well, heck, Rory fell off too. Rory's just been. I was going to say, I don't think I for, completely forgot that Rory has never won a Masters. He's won four <laughs> majors, yeah. and the Masters was not one of them. After his first like coming out party was him having that huge lead for three days in the Masters, and then just completely blowing it. <laughs> uh, what was that? 2015, I think. 2016. Yes. Think 14, so. 15. So I'm. It'd be cool to see him win one too. I really didn't even think about that going into this week. That's definitely a uh, that's one to watch for sure because he's been playing this is better, I believe. Probably an unpopular opinion, but I'm not a big Rory guy. I never really have been. I don't really like him that much as a person. I mean, I don't uh, obviously I don't know. Do him, you personally know Rory? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we text <laughs> we text from time to time. He's kind of an a hole, but he um, no. Just just judging from like. Just the the media when he talks to the media, the way that he carries himself on the golf course. I'm, I'm I've never been like a huge fan of him. He he also likes to be in the public eye a lot. Like he dates tennis stars and all this crap. But I like him because of the way he plays on the course. His I think swing is flawless. His swing is beautiful. He's such like a natural golfer, and he's so he has so much emotion too when he plays. And I really like that. I watched him play live. Um, at the PGA Championship when they were in Atlanta, and I, I got his autograph, and I got to—I I didn't talk to him, but I shook his hand, and you know, he signed my hat and all this stuff. And I followed him around for a little bit in a practice round, so I got to see him play, and he is just unbelievably good. You know what? If you sold that signed whatever Rory gave you, you could probably pay off that uh, that debt you have from buying those tickets to the National Championship game. Uh, I that was you know I had bonus money so I'm, I'm not any debt. Oh bonus! Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh big nuts over here! Bonus money. <laughs> did, did, Thank you. Did, didn't you Rams. know? Did, 
you, we all know Whit makes a lot of money. No, <laughs> come on, no, it's just bonus money. I had uh, moving bonus money. money. <laughs> I had moving money. I had moving money. Well, all right, guys, let's go ahead and move on to our pour one out. Cut them off, Matt. Who are you pouring one out for? So I'm actually pouring one out for March Madness. I know that we talked about this earlier. Uh, March Madness this year was awesome. I thought that it played out perfectly to keep the excitement going the entire time. You had St. Peter's, who was the Cinderella, the first ever 15 seed to make it to the Elite Eight. You had, I mean, they beat two really, really good teams in Kentucky and Purdue and the best mid-major team uh, going into the tournament in Murray State. So awesome run for St. Peter's. Good for them. I saw Dougie Buckets is transferring. He entered the transfer portal. Uh, Shaheen Holloway, their head coach, is now the head coach at Seton Hall. So uh, I imagine Doug Eater will be uh, the going to Seton Hall. I imagine I don't know yeah, officially, be- but but uh, it, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how that all plays out. He got himself some uh, because of NIL. He got himself some NIL deals. He made a little bit of money. Dude went from being a nobody and at, at a very 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 small school to one of the biggest superstars of March. And that's what's great about March. Uh, but overall, March Madness was awesome. All the Blue Bloods ended up in the Final Four. Uh, you, the, Kentucky was the only one missing the missing the missing the ball, and uh, so it was awesome. And then I am cutting off Richmond because I am not uh-huh. a big fan of Richmond uh, racing. It. it I, I don't know if y'all watched the NASCAR race this week, yeah. but. Uh, it, it was kind of a snoozer, and Richmond is like one of those traditional historic tracks that people get excited for, and the drivers don't really have it anymore. Uh, the the fans seem to be enjoying it that live there, but I mean, it's it didn't ha- provide the racing that we've got from every other race this year. So uh, cutting off Richmond for they got to figure something out with that track to to make it a little bit better. Yeah, it's funny. Wit, uh, not wit. Matt, it's funny because my pro one out is actually going to be uh, Danny Hamlin. Now, I don't like Danny Hamlin, but I am really happy that he won over the weekend because, yes, Richmond was a snooze fest, but it was awesome to see him and Harvick finally up front, especially Harvick because Harvick hasn't been really anything for the past year. So it was good to see Danny Hamlin and Harvick up front, finally some older drivers who have been in the sport for a while starting to, to uh, come back to the top. So uh, shout out to Dem- Danny Hamlin, Jumpman, Jordan Brand, and uh, I'm going to cut off the waitress I had last night at the at the bar because um, it took me almost 50 minutes just to get a water, and it wasn't even that crowded. So cutting off the waitress I had. Wit. So I'm pouring one out for Cox, and uh, the reason I'm doing that is because you got the Peacocks, number 15, St. Peter's, making it all the way to the Elite Eight. I know Matt already talked about them, so I won't go too much in depth. They knock off Kentucky. Um, can't remember who else they knocked off. They knocked off Purdue. They had a really, really good year. Fun to see that. And you have the South Carolina Gamecocks. We talked about them earlier as well. Women's basketball national champions. I didn't pick them in my one woman's bracket I do every year. But good for them. They deserved it. They beat UConn. UConn, obviously, an absolute juggernaut. So South Carolina, I believe they've won the last two also. It's either the last two or two of the last three. Uh, so I'm pouring one out for Cox, and I am cutting off Outdoor Stone Steps. And 
The reason I'm doing that is because the party I was at on Saturday had some outdoor stone steps. Did, you, did I tell you about this? Right? I can't remember if I did or not. Yo, so when I left, I, I legit I almost almost ate it. All right, well, here comes the story. <laughs> so right at the end, so th- this party, they, it's this huge house. Not really that big. It's it's, it's pretty normal size house, actually. But there, there's, what, eight or nine rooms in this house. There's six guys that live there. It's literally like a 25-year-old male fraternity house. They got sheet signs and everything. They call it the factory. Uh, guys were awesome. They had the bonfire outside. They had beer pond they had going on. They had the funnel floor on inside. Tons of food, tons of drinks. But at the end of the game, they had this dance floor they have downstairs. So they were like, all right, everybody come downstairs. There's like 50 between 50 and 70 people there. I mean, it might have been like 65 people. It was a pretty big party. So everybody's moving downstairs. And so I'm walking down there and I look at my cup and I go, you know what? I'm out of drink. I got to go get, I got to go back over to the keg. So they have a Corona extra keg. And uh, I actually thought it was going to be pretty bad, but it actually ended up being pretty good. So I go back to the keg outside over by the bonfire. I'm completely by myself and I go and I fill up the, fill up my cup. I turn around and I'm like, Okay, there's some stairs that go into a door into the basement. So I'm going to cut around. I'm going to get in there, and I'm going to be like, what up, surprise, y'all? And I'm going to like get up in the middle of everybody and do a little dance and whatnot. So uh, I went and filled up my cup, and I start walking down there. I've, I've been drinking for a while. I was there for about three hours at this point. So I'm walking down the steps, and I take a wrong step and completely slip and start to fall. And my first thought is, don't spill the beer. Don't spill the beer. So I start, I pull, I pull my cup up like on the side. I'm showing y'all. Y'all can't see me and people, the listeners. But I pull my cup up over here. I'm like, don't drop it. And I fall on my side and I keep it up. And then I do a backflip because the stairs were on a hill. I do a backflip down the hill and I get up and I'm like, crap. And I'm completely out of beer. Beer, beer spilled everywhere. So naturally, I stand back up, go back up the same stairs, fill up the cup, and then go back down those exact same stairs and then go in the door. And I'm covered in, you know, grass stains and mud and everything. And but nobody saw me. I, 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 it was completely smooth. I popped right back up. Uh, but outdoor stone steps, got to go. We got to figure out a way better way for people to walk downstairs outside. Uh, we need something more weatherproof. Yeah, or some kind of carpet, some kind of wood, maybe like a non-slick wood. Uh, wood's going to be even... Uh, Concrete, probably is the best. Asphalt. Asphalt, yeah. That could be good, too, either way. Uh, or just no stairs at all. Maybe, maybe we just, people go inside to go downstairs. We'll, we'll figure something out either way. Cutting off outdoor stone steps, keys. You pour one out for all right. I'm, I'm keeping it away from sports a little bit and I'm going back about 12 years back to about 2010. I'm, I'm pouring one out for Roscoe dash who somehow I saw twice in concert this week. Uh, the first time with Waka Flocka in Atlanta. That was pretty cool. Seeing like no hands live and all that stuff. Uh, and then the second time I went down to visit some friends down in Statesboro and uh, actually, Wit's old Wit's old fraternity had Roscoe Dash down there, so we stopped by there. It was really awesome. Uh, Roscoe really knows how to get the crowd going, and it brings me back to about middle school, so that was always fun to see. And I'm gonna cut off getting old because while I was down there in Statesboro, man, I am just I I I can't keep going down there. I I feel old every time. What like if if all my friends would just get out of there, then I wouldn't go down except for football games anymore. Well, we're about to be at a point where we don't know anybody down there yeah, now. That, I mean, God, because yeah. I can't do it. We're, we've reached the point. I mean, we're about to be this. Is this year three or four? I guess it's year. This is three for us. Yeah, this is year three since we've been gone. So, I mean, it, at this point, like everyone that's still there, this is the last year for them. Like they're they're finishing up this year. I mean, I'm sure they'll have, we'll have a couple of people in the fifth year that we know, like through other people and whatnot. And I know through the fraternity, I think there's maybe like like maybe 
the end of one pledge class that'll be left after this year. But I mean, for me, I, I mean, I barely know anybody. Like I know like maybe three people. It was funny. I was in the pit down there for Roscoe and you know, it's like all the songs all the way turned up, you know, sexy girl anthem, all that stuff. Like I knew all the words to all of it. And everybody around me was just kind of like there to be there. And like, they know like all the way turned up and they know no hands. That's all I know. So I was just there. I, I knew all the words. I was I was excited the whole time. And everybody around me was just kind of like standing there. I was like, oh, guys, come on. It's Roscoe Dash. It's I actually fun. can't believe you went down there. That's because yeah. every person that goes to that school now has probably never heard of him until he came. You're probably right. Which is why our, our fraternity can continually get him that's, every that's single year. That's my third year. time seeing them at, at your fraternity. Yeah, because we had him twice when I was down there. And then first time was awesome. It was awesome. The second time wasn't as fun. <laughs> the second time was awesome. Or it was awesome for me. But I was, no. I was there Did for you missed the first time. No, I was there the first time. I missed the Halloween party the first time. Okay. The uh, graveyard. graveyard. There you go. Yeah. No, I was there for Roscoe. Oh, yeah. I was there for Roscoe. Oh, yeah. It was Remember fun. the video? You took that video of me, remember? Oh, God. Yeah. That's, I wore the Jeff Teague jersey, the one right before he got traded. I don't think you remember <laughs> wearing that Jeff Teague jersey. I don't. <laughs> I think that was the only time I wore so, it. So, you want to know, like, the, the reality yes. of getting really old? You told me this. Because, so... I saw Waka Flocka in concert in 2010 God. with Roscoe Dash and Travis uh, Travis Porter in Savannah, my senior year of high school. And y'all are talking about not not knowing anyone in Statesboro. The only people that I know that go to Georgia Southern are kids that I taught in school. God. So. Yeah, like the only people that I know at Georgia Southern are former yeah, students. But Matt, you're like 47, man. That's that's way <laughs> off from where we're at. We're still young. We're still beautiful. We're turning 25. We're still rolling. Yeah, I mean, Landa's about to turn 21. I just turned 23. We're we're all still kicking it. So I'll be. I'll I be just turned 20. I, I just turned 26. Matt's not that old. I'm just I'm just playing. I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. Yeah. Matt, how Matt, old? How, how no, old you are you? I'm 29. 29. God. Uh, huh? I thought you were serious when you said 26. I was like, no. <laughs> I, I know, I know no. you're older than that. Ooh, almost. Yeah, I wish. Almost at the dirty 30. Yeah, that's uh, that's gonna be a, that's gonna be a creeping up very, very, very fast. Matt, you're gonna have to get a babysitter for that one. We're taking you out. Oh, we're taking yeah. you. We're taking oh, you back yeah. to. We're going back to Statesboro. We're gonna introduce you to some new people down there. So. <laughs> you know, people. Man, people. <laughs> yeah, now we we introduce ourselves to some new people too. Yeah, you're right. Well, that is it for today's show. If you've been enjoying our episodes this season, please drop us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or a five-star rating on Spotify. And if you would like to help support future episodes, please click the support link in the description of this episode, or you can check out our merch store at aroundthekeg.com for some cool ATK gear. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at aroundthekeg and on Twitter at aroundthekegpod. Send us any questions or topics you'd like us to discuss on the show, and we'll be happy to include as much as we can. Have a great week. See y'all.